Welcome to the Special Delivery Damn Near Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Special, and the next couple episodes are going to be so nostalgic and so fun. I got episodes coming up with Jansport J and Fashion, and this one is with Boogie. He came by about a year ago, and we did episodes of Creator's Cut, so I'll leave the link to those in the description. On this episode, we talk about his latest songs, Came Up, Violence with Masego. We also talk about how he met Royce the 5'9 and working on their song together called Dumb. Plus, of course, we talk about him signing to Shady Records and even Eminem wearing a picture of him on his shirt at Coachella. Plus, he's on tour right now with Joey Badass, Buddy, Chuck Strangers, and Desi Hines. So we talk about that and so much more. So let's get into it. Here with Boogie. How you doing? It's lit. How you doing? Nice seeing you again. I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here. It's lit. So many incredible things have happened since I seen you last we're going to get into those in a little bit because, you know, I just want to talk about the music. For sure. So we're going to get started with Violence with Masego. How did you team up with him? Because that man, wow, so talented. Dang, how did the Masego thing come about? I randomly seen him on, I forgot, probably Twitter or something, and I just hit him on Instagram being thirsty. Uh, we ended up linking. The uh, first session we had, I don't think no music came out of it because we were just getting to know each other then. I ended up having like an up-tempo beat, and I sent it to him, and he sent the vocals back. Then I slowed to be down, and then his voice just sounded tight that way. And, yeah, it just ended up being, like, a super soulful track. I love that you guys are actually in studio together because we yeah, both know yeah. that's so rare these People days. People just be sending music trash. And I can only imagine, like, his vibe in studio is just no, crazy. No, he lit. He lit. Oh that's my, my guy. So, so good. And then, of course, everybody's favorite lyric on violence is, why do we need heartbreak for inspiration? Violence, violence. Yo, yo, the lost morals of my generation. We need heartbreak for inspiration So we on different pages Like don't be telling me you five minutes out When you know that I'm waiting that is, Yeah, that is their favorite lyric That's mm-hmm. the one I get tweeted about the most Um, Yeah, that, that line is bit, It was really for myself Because it seemed like When I'm happy It's kind of hard for me to channel my emotions And make music But every time I'm like pissed off <laughs> Somebody make me make me mad or something I can make a thousand songs So I feel like that's just trash Something we gotta change no, and it's really everybody. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. people who don't make music, like will be heartbroken. We're like, oh, I want to prove them yes, wrong. I want to do this. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, I think it's such an interesting play on a toxic relationship and how mm-hmm. it really just feels like violence. And you talk about, you know what I mean? The words that you use, killing my phone, stuff yeah. like that. Anything else you want to tell us? Um, yeah, that was, I guess, for the concept of the song, I just got to give it to Masego because he came up with the hook. And I really just was like, I got to make the song make sense. So I got to build around this this topic. So I'm not even sure if he was talking about a toxic relationship at first for his hook, but I turned it into that with my verses. So I'm, I really be in them type of relationships. I feel like I'm attracted to the most toxic situations for some reason and um yeah that's just what that was about then we got to talk about came up mm, came up was my little turn record um both of them songs was just like me knowing i had to drop some songs before the album came out came up with just me trying to bring a different energy than violence because i knew i didn't just want to have a slow song and people expect some turn stuff from me so i just tried to mix it up make a fun record but still talk about something i've been through my struggles living at my baby mama house in her bedroom at her mama house with not having no no drawers and all my clothes being in this black bag in the corner. So 
And then I think one of the standout lyrics from that one is, how the fuck is you the man if you don't even fall once? Yeah, now I done came up. Man, I've been waiting for my girl to get a taxes all month. Uh, got a little plan to get the bread and boss up. Why the fuck you on the land if you ain't even call us? How the fuck is you the man if you don't even fall once? All oh, fuck, I need to smoke you irritating when I'm sober. If she don't know my tape, then I'm going to tell her that it's so. I feel like to really appreciate your position, you have to know the ups and downs of life and it's not really official till you, till you go through those ups and downs. Well, just just for me, honestly. And I think people think about people being the man, and they're just like, "Oh, they're the greatest." But it's like, no, there's shortcomings that come along with no, it. No, exactly. Um, I think when people see like sign artists or people that's popping on Instagram, they only see the good of it, and they don't really understand like the grind that come with it. I was just on a sprinter with with Buddy. He was sleep for like three hours, and he got woke up by his sleep to do a radio interview that he had forgot about. And it's just like it's irritating. Like sometimes that shit get irritating having to talk to people when you're tired. But it's part of it's part of it. We asked for this, so shout out to Buddy, super talented. That's my guy, guy. Man, he's so good. But the line before that one, you say, "How you on the land, but you ain't call us." What do you mean by that? Uh, that's just a play on everybody coming to L.A. Being culture vultures of the L.A. culture. Yeah, I just feel like back in the day, um, not like that, not saying like we want to tax people and tell people to check in, but I just feel like you got to pay respect when you come to the city, especially if you're going to just be culture vultures to our, to our shit. No, that that's super, super true. Like, they want to feel like L.A.'s changed so they don't really yeah. have to check in. Or it's yeah, like, exactly, no, this is still tough. They're not going to the real L.A., though. They're yeah. going to, the, to Hollywood, L.A. They're not going to come down that freeway to Compton into the real section and do that shit but yeah <laughs> message for all you rappers <laughs> and then you were on Royce's album book Ryan he was actually up Shady here Shady Gang yes. Shady Gang he was up here a couple weeks ago I was just so happy to talk That's to him cause God. that man it's is a big homie. incredible what was it like making dumb with him the first time I met him when him first flew me to Detroit when we was talking about signing and I was talking about signing with him Um, I met Royce and we was in a studio together and I was just in awe cause it's like He's, his wordplay, his lyricism so next level, and to finally be in a room with somebody like that is just crazy. He played me a bunch of records, and actually with Dumb, he sent it to me like a week later. Uh, we didn't actually get to sit in the studio for that song, but we had already had a chemistry from like the weeks before, so it was it was, it was dope. And I sent it back to him, and I was actually kind of like second-guessing my verse because I didn't think I got off that much because it was like, it's Royce, but he was like, nah, bro, this fire. We got to keep this. Oh, yeah. so dumb. So dumb. Let's bring the punches back and sleep with fake woke niggas that had to come to that. I love promoting elevation in the space that all my brothers at. Now why I'm lying, I be turned up to these mumble raps. Watch who you coming at, don't be. This where Confucius started thugging at. This metro booming mixed with Thundercat. This where my niggas gain their muscle. How did you approach that one too? Because you both kind of had your own themes along with it. What was your thought process approaching that? Um, I feel like it was me just trying to say I understand where Royce coming from about how all these rappers are so trash, but me being younger, I'm kind of caught in between. Like, sometimes I'm dumb because I be turned to them same dumbass songs I say I hate, but I be lit to them, so just me being caught in the middle. No, that's definitely real. We feel that. Now, on tour right now, this, I'm telling you, this lineup just makes my heart yeah, so happy. Lit. You, it's lit. real rap show. You, Joey Badass, Buddy, and then, of course, Chuck and Desi Hines. How has the tour been? Tour been lit. I feel like it's super like a healthy competition because every night we trying to outdo each other. Um, even though everybody there for Joey because it's his tour, he got he automatically win by default. But I'll still be trying to go at his head and Buddy. I'm Buddy, one of my closest friends, but I still be trying to destroy him every night. So, 
<laughs> but that's real rap shit. Like it really has to be nah, competitive, sure, or else what? Are we just all hanging out and being comfortable? Yeah, like, and, and then I think with these artists, we just all love performing. It's like it's it's a different feeling when you actually come in and see real rap shows and not just uh, the songs and people singing over the songs. We got real performance tracks, and we really just like going hard. Dope. Then of course we gotta talk about congratulations. You signed a shady it's record. It's lit, shady game. Man. <laughs> You've come a long way since the last time we saw you, and just so many things have come with that. You know what I mean? You got M on Instagram stories mm-hmm. playing the record, mm-hmm. saying that yeah. it's one of the greatest albums coming out this year, and then of course him wearing you on his shirt mm-hmm. at Coachella. Did you know he was gonna do that? No, I didn't. That was the most lit, litest thing he ever did. Yeah, it's just, it's still unreal to me. I don't think it really, like, settled in all the way because my mind always racing and I'm always just on my head about stuff, so I don't really got time to get complacent, but it's Eminem. Like, at the end of the day, it's only, a, it's it goes on a, on one hand how many people in that category as far as rappers who made it there, and it's probably only, like, two or three, honestly, so it's M. I'm, it's like, can't nobody tell me nothing. It's the biggest flex, like. It's so dope, but it's also so well deserved. Nobody can take that away from nah, you. No, for sure. I worked. I worked for this, and I know I still got a lot to prove because I want to pass up Eminem. So I got to do what I got to do. I love it. Yay! Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on and reach out to me. Let me know what your favorite part was or just say hi. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram it's at Special Says as well. Once again, the links are going to be in the description for Creators Cut with Boogie where we broke down his music videos. And as always, I like to leave you with using my platform for good. This month, May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I just wanted to talk about breaking the stigma of therapy. There are so many great cost-effective solutions for therapy. And there's also text message therapy. So so many different ways to try it out. You just might like it. Those links are going to be in the description as well. And last, last, I wanted to try something new and talk about what you should listen to next. If you enjoy this podcast, you're going to enjoy Day One's podcast. They have guests like Alexis Small, who's creating an animated series called Judge Khalil, Piercy Dandridge, who wrote a book while in prison, and just so many incredible creative people who walk you through their process and their journey from day one. So if you enjoyed this podcast, check out day one's podcast. And as always, this episode is dedicated to my brother Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.